and hello again. Uh, I was wondering, you know, what my subject could be, and I had it suggested that I talk about the news of the day, you know, my, my take on the headlines and such. And while I think that is an excellent idea, I went to the headlines and started looking, and it was so depressing, so irritating, so frustrating, so maddening, I just wanted to throw something or somebody right through the wall, so I decided, nope, not going to do it, not going there. So, instead of the headlines like that, we're going to talk about good, good stuff, good news, okay? Now, first one I want to tell you about is... There's a teacher, this was, um, this was filed a couple days ago, two, three days ago. This teacher's skirt is covered in kids' doodles, okay? She has 580 students, all told, and she wanted to make sure all 580 students had room to express themselves. She's an art teacher, let's put that out there. So... She invited the students to doodle on the skirt of her dress as a project last year. Then she wore it to an art show. Okay. Now, her daughter posted a picture of it on Twitter. And it went viral, as you can imagine. Um, Bonner told Today's Style... Uh, that I love that my kids learn to collaborate with the entire school. They worked as a collective team to create images that they knew I would appreciate wearing. So the drawings had to be tiny since they had to fit all 580 students' artwork on this outfit. So they were the kids, she said, were so careful and thoughtful. You could see a ton of rainbows and hearts and flowers and dogs and unicorns, superheroes, paintbrushes and emojis, all the things I love. It was quite a special experience. So apparently it took about two weeks to finish the skirt of the dress, uh, which had been left out in the front of Bonner's room in order for the kids to take turns adding their artwork. And she wore the dress, of which only the skirt is decorated, to her school's art show last May for the first time, and then brought it out uh, for the district art show. And I've got to tell you, um, the photos of her skirt have been retweeted more than 12,000 times and received about 109,000 likes, which is just awesome. But if you could see this, it is absolutely adorable. And I can, I, you know, having children and grandchildren, <clears throat> pardon me, I think this is an absolutely awesome thing to do. And I would be proud to wear one of those. It's very, very adorable. So there you go. That is... <coughs> You'll have to forgive the coughing. I'm just getting over a couple of weeks of, you know, that that stuff. Uh, let's see. Um, Do-do-do-do-do. What else is going on here? We have a blind golden retriever. Um had to have both eyes removed due to glaucoma. Okay? But it hasn't slowed him down because Charlie is a rare canine 
who has his own seeing-eye dog. He's got a good buddy named Maverick, who is a four-month-old puppy, who helps him get around now that the two have formed an adorable bond. Okay, this is from an article by Scott Stump on the Today Show Good News page. Owners, the owners had Charlie's left eye removed in 2016 as a result of pain uh, caused by the glaucoma and then his right eye a year later for the same condition. They added Maverick, the puppy, to their family in January and after some initial friction between the two, Maverick, the puppy, soon became the older dog's helper. So, what's more adorable? I mean... There's no more adorable thing than a golden retriever and a puppy, and you put them together. What do you got? It's great. So you've got you've got Charlie, you know, who cannot see. So the puppy is helping him out, and the pictures you got to look them up. They're they're so precious. Oh my gosh, just beautiful. What else we got going on today? Let's see here. Beyond the puppies. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. Some of these are more picture than anything else. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. I know you don't want to listen to somebody cough. I've been doing really well, but then I haven't been talking very much either. So, um, what's this? Let's see. Uh, This was posted March the 8th, and the headline says, Lottery winner grateful after Good Samaritan returns a $273 million winning ticket. A New Jersey man is celebrating a life-changing lottery jackpot after a store clerk kept the winning ticket safe when the man accidentally left it on the counter. Now, it would have been very easy for the clerk to keep the ticket themselves, or it would have been easier for somebody else to just come along and pick it up and just figure, well, it's left there. What? Who cares, right? But let me ask you this. What would you do? What would you do if you found an envelope laying on a counter somewhere and it had a buttload of money in it. Now, would you keep the money or would you turn it in? You know, what would you do? It's a very tricky question sometimes, but let me put it to you this way. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. There is no gray area. Okay, I don't care how, 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 how broke you are, because let me tell you something, my people, I live in broke land. Okay, and I can tell you that if I was to find an envelope with a buttload of money, it would be turned in right away. And if it wasn't picked up, if it wasn't claimed Yeah, it becomes mine, but the point is, I would want to, I would hope that we would all take into consideration, what if that envelope held my rent money and it dropped out of my pocket? 
you know, I would want somebody to return that. Otherwise, I'm out on the street. You know what I'm saying? So that's something for you to consider. It might, it, you might, you might go along with the finders, keepers, losers, weepers, crap. But I'm telling you, it doesn't work that way. And if you're going to be a good person, you got to be always be a good person. That's it. Okay, let's look at pop culture, shall we? What's going on in pop culture? Um. Well, let's see. I'm not seeing anything that even looks remotely interesting. Except anything by Tyler Perry has me interested because he is just one of the coolest dudes on the planet. Um, he may, he's, he's an entertainment mogul with hundreds of millions in the bank, but even he draws the line when the hotels are jacking up the price on regular bottled water. Okay. He says in this, in this, uh, uh, article, while traveling to promote his latest film, the Medea star was like many thirsty yet incredulous travelers caught off guard when he stumbled upon bottles of Fiji water being sold for an eye-watering $9 a bottle. Now, this is in his Minneapolis hotel room. So, he took to Instagram and he posted a picture of the bottles with the tag on the top that said $9 for a bottle of water. People! People! Water? Oh, my God. So, What he posted on Instagram says, and I quote, I'm in hotel in Minneapolis on Medea's farewell tour. I saw this and got mad as hell. They can't be serious, right? Nine dollars. Nine dollars. What the hell this water do? Cure cancer? Make hair grow? Did Jesus bottle it when he met that woman at the well? Y'all gotta be kidding me. I will swallow spit and die of dehydration before I pay $9 for a bottle of water. G-T-H-O-H. <laughs> and y'all know. I, I it Sells for $3 at a grocery store or less than 2 if you purchase it in bulk, right? Now, I get the whole... It's trendy, it's it's snazzy, it's uh, the thing to walk around with a bottle of water, okay? Whatever you got to do to make yourself feel whatever. Personally, I'm going to go to the cabinet. I am going to get a glass out of my cabinet. I'm going to go to my freezer and get some ice. Put the ice in the glass. Go to the faucet in my sink. And put water over the ice in my glass. Okay? I'm already paying for the water. So, why not use it? Okay? It's for far more than washing dishes, you know? And if I want to travel, shall we say, and I need water to go with me, I have some really cool cups with lids on them. Okay, my favorite baseball team, uh, cover, the emblem covers the outside of my favorite mug. It has a lid. It's awesome. So put ice in it, put water in it, 
Who in the world needs to go? Now, I get that some places your drinking water tastes like crap. I get it. I get it. I do. I've lived in places like that. So, in that case, I understand buying bottled water. But do you know that you can go to the baby section of Walmart and get a gallon of distilled water for a buck? Okay? That's it. A dollar. It's distilled. It's perfect. So bring it home, pour it in your glass over ice or your cup with the lid on it and, you know, whatever you need to do. There is no reason to pay $3 for a bottle of water. You drink the water and most of you, let's face it, let's admit it, you're going to toss that plastic bottle in the trash. Honeys, honeys, honeys. No, 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 no. This world is getting filled up with, with, with crap and trash and as badly as it is. We don't need more. Okay? So use the brain cells you were given at birth and, and, you know, go a little, go a little better. Okay? Do a little better. What else we got going on? <coughs> Besides, you know, Tyler Perry's $9 bottle of water um okay this one has to do with kathy lee gifford and and i'm sorry forgive me if i if you're a fan but kathy lee gifford gets on my last nerve and she is annoying as hell so no no and and just no okay we'll leave it at that michael phelps and his wife nicole are expecting baby number three congratulations Let's see here. Oh, and uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. If you want to read something interesting, Chrissy Teigen has has um, uh, talked about postpartum depression and weight gain. If you are, <coughs> excuse me, if you are a new mom or you're expecting. And you've heard about postpartum depression. You you know about all the things that go along with that. Yeah, I mean, you've heard about it if you haven't experienced it. Um, look into that. Um, let me tell you from personal experience. And my youngest daughter uh, just had uh, her first baby a few months ago. And the, the depression was extreme. Let's just... Oh, my goodness. It was extreme. So... It's, it's, it's a real thing. It happens, but I tell you what, finally got her to talk to her doctor and just be brutally honest about it with the doctor. And she, things are going really, really well now. So talk to somebody. If you're feeling low, just talk to somebody that you can, you know, that can help you with that. Doctors, ministers, um, you know, whoever you can. Okay. Now there's another cough coming any minute now. Just be warned. <coughs> See, told you. Okay. Uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, okay. Now we're going to get off of this. Um, uh, my good news page there. Uh, I'd wanted to talk just for a couple of minutes about something else. I just finished a book and I would highly, highly, highly recommend this book. 
Um, if you are at all interested in um, anything nonfiction, of course, about World War II and the Holocaust, I suggest you read The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Okay? Um, one second here. I turned the page and... Okay, it's by Heather Morris. And let me tell you, it, it usually when you when you are reading something about the Holocaust or World War II itself, you're going to read a lot of uh, that has to do with the horror of it. And believe me when I tell you, horror doesn't even begin to cover what it was like for those people. It doesn't even come close. But this book, while it touches on some of those things, it more, more, it it tends to more cover the strength and survival of the two people who are the main uh, subjects. Um, But the name of the book is The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Auschwitz is A-U-S-C-H-W-I-T-Z by Heather Morris, M-O-R-R-I-S. I would strongly, strongly suggest you read it. Okay? Um, the book I'm reading now is The Handmaid's Tale. No, I've never seen the, the, the TV series on this. I, I don't have Hulu. So, <laughs> there you go. But when I finish that book, I'll tell you a little about it. I'll talk about my thoughts on that. But as I said, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, please read it, um, share it, uh, share your comments, share your thoughts. Uh, let me know if you read it. I would love, love, love to know. And while we're talking about books, go to Amazon.com, look up Letters to Sarah. By Nancy L. Stanford. Book one and book two. They are currently available on Amazon. You can order it through your either book. You can order them through your favorite bookseller. So look that up. See what's what. And let me know what you think about those things. And that's all I've got for you today. Uh, I'm going to try to do this every Monday. Right around this time. So you all take care and remember what I always tell you, please be kind. The world needs that more than anything else, right? Goodbye.